Hello, hello. Okay, it has been a hot minute and I am overdue for an update, so I am sorry for leaving you hanging as long as I did. But here we go. Let's get into these questions that you guys asked me about the proper and the phoenix, and this will probably be the last time we ever mention their names again. <laughs> Let's start off with that. This will be the last time we ever mention their names. But anyways, let's get into it. I owe you this episode. It's been a hot minute. I'm sorry. Life happens. Things happen. But you guys have questions and I need to answer them. Here we go. This is Speak Before You Think. The Update. Okay, so let's go back. (laughs) Let's, Let's go back some time because honestly, it has been well over a week since I have had these dates. And honestly, I'm sorry it's taking me this long to re record an episode. Remind you, I recorded something in the car and it did not turn out the way that I wish it would have. And honestly, I wish it would have because I, that would have been it. That would have been done. We would have never had to speak again. However, I owe you questions answered. You reached out. I feel like you just need to know them a little bit more. However, I want you to know going into this, just know that your attachment to them is irrelevant. <laughs> and what I mean by that is let me give you an update on where we currently stand with each of the dates. Because you know what? This could, we could call this a wash of an episode just due to the fact that I am no longer speaking to either men. (laughs) Let's start there. So let me start with the Phoenix. So the Phoenix, obviously we know we had a rough patch a rough couple patches in our dating experience our outing whatever you want to call it um since then we have talked the week a couple days before the proper we had communicated me and the phoenix and then after the proper that weekend until the Sunday of. And I didn't feel good. Like physically didn't feel good. The weekend after the Phoenix and the proper, I just like, I don't, there's been so many people I know that have been sick that like, I just felt a little bit under the weather. And I was like, you know what? Let's hold off on anything. And since then I have not talked to either one. And That has just been, we can get a little bit more into there, but I just want you to know, I have not talked to either person since Sunday last week, giving you an update. Just that way you have the information in your head as I go through that. As I go through these questions, I before in the, in the car ride 
when I knew I had 45 minutes, I gave you their full backstories. But as I've now sat a week out from these dates, and I know in my heart of hearts that I will not be speaking to either of these men, I do not need to give them as much time as I did last week when I told their stories. I am going to just answer your questions and that will literally be it. Like there's no reason for us to go any further into either of these men. If they ever come back up, that's a different story. But as of right now, today, I don't need to give you any more backstory on these men. They are not worth my fucking time and they're not worth your time either to get to know them and to love them or to hate them. They're irrelevant. Let's go into this knowing that they are irrelevant. Okay, so with that being said, let me answer your questions because you guys have so many questions. Okay, so let's start off with, I'm going to just go, there's a no particular order. I'm just going to read off from the screenshots that I have. So what do both the Phoenix and the proper do for work? So they are completely fucking opposite. Mind you, the Phoenix is 28. Wow, I just realized the Phoenix is 28 and the proper is 38. They're a full fucking 10 years different, okay? So the Phoenix. The Phoenix, my dear, came here. Remember, he's 13 months out of New York and he has been here for only 13 months. So he came here chasing a fucking dream. And you know what? I commend this man for this because this, I guarantee you, this was the nicest thing I said to him because I honestly think that this is great. I also, I didn't come here chasing a dream. Listen, I didn't come here to be a fucking actress or anything like that. But I knew I wanted to leave Michigan and I knew I wanted to live in California. Like that was my dream. And this man was working in recruitment in New York. And he used to be a model. Like his mom was like a world renowned model or whatever. So much he said, I don't know who she is, but like clearly she was something according to him. And he was like, I used to model and I, after college, went into recruiting, which he, we all know a lot of people do. A lot of you did. And like, I mean, shit, I fucking applied for Insight Global a couple times while I was even living here in California. Recruiting is just easy. And he went into recruiting after college and within his background of still modeling and all that, he got a notification that there was a acting job looking for a six, five to seven, two black male between the ages of 22 and 32. He was like, honestly, I'm six, eight, 28 and I'm black. How many fucking people can fit in this category? So he applied and he was like, you know, let's just wing it. Honestly, I have no, he had no ambition in acting. That was not a thing that he was interested in, but he was like, you know, like, fuck it. This is a calling. It was specifically for a basketball role and rewind you a little bit. 
this man went his whole life playing basketball. (laughs) With his height, there's no way that he couldn't. Honestly, as a tall woman, I know constantly that I get asked, oh, would you play volleyball or basketball? Like, you just fell into one of those categories. And as a black male, I'm sure, stereotypically, he fell into the basketball role, but he also loved it. So, like, that was his thing. And so he was like, fuck it. Let me just apply. He applied. Didn't get a hear back. And this is where things got interesting because I was like, okay, usually people would just, like, give up and they'd be like, whatever. This man took it upon himself to be like, no, there's no way more people, there's over a hundred people applying to this position. And I mean, applying to this position in the way that like you're applying to a job. I mean, there's no more than a hundred people trying out for this role. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going to get back on and look at the credentials one more time. So he got on and saw that you had to be local to LA. So he lied, which you know what? I fucking love that because you know what? I also told my fucking, um, guidance counselor that I was moving to California when I really wasn't like, I don't know a lot of, I don't think a lot of you know this, but like I told my guidance counselor that I was moving to California before I decided I was moving to California like I don't even fuck that's a whole nother story but bottom line all you need to know is that I supported this action (laughs) for this man because I was like fuck yeah like let's go like get you can fucking figure it out you can fucking figure it out just like tell them what they want to hear and you can make it work I stand by those rules I stand by that sentence wholeheartedly and so he flew out to LA and just, I don't know how this works. Again, I have not pursued any form of acting since I've lived in California. I don't know how this works. I don't know how the connections are, but anyways, he applied in New York, hasn't heard back. Somehow he flew to LA and ended up at an open casting, showed up at the open casting in red leather pants with red shoes. This should have been my full-fledged fucking sign that shit was going to go wrong. Because, mind you, he's only been here 13 months and he's been here 13 months because of this story that I'm telling you. So 13 months ago, this man has worn red cheetah pants with red tennis shoes. (laughs) Can we let that sink in, please? Because that is a no. A no. I should have got up and walked away right then and there. But however, I did not. I was here for the fucking story. After everything I've told you about this man, that should make the most sense. Anyways, so tells me he shows up, gives them his photo. And then they looked up and said, okay, here, make this basket. And he was like, make this basket and they're like yeah make the basket so of course he makes the basket he played basketball in college he played basketball in high school like guys fucking six eight he's gonna make the fucking basket he makes the basket they look at him and said okay thank you have a good day 
usually if you're pushed out that I've dated a lot of actors since being here if you're pushed out that quickly like odds are shit didn't go out for you like shit did not work well he flies back to New York he goes back to his recruiting job and then in his mind he did everything he could like he literally showed up he did it they call him two weeks later while he's in New York mind you it told you that you had to be local to LA they called him and they were like hey we need you on set on Tuesday here's the location here's the fucking blah, 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 blah. we need you here and he said okay cool I'm going to assume the time frame was they called him before the weekend because this man said he packed up his bag, his bags in two days and then called his bestie and said, hey, I need you to pack the rest of my shit, put it in a storage unit. I don't know when I'm going to be back. This man packed his most important stuff in his apartment, packed all of his clothes in two days and flew to fucking L.A., not knowing what was happening. He has been here since then, has not been home. He got the fucking role on TV, has a full-blown, has a full-blown part in a however long series on Paramount. And that is his role. That like that's his job. Um come to find out the season of Winning Times. Winning Times. If you've ever seen Winning Times on Paramount Plus, um, that is what he is in. Shout out Winning Times. You actually got canceled. So this man actually got canceled. And so that was a big discussion. And our date was like, okay, what the fuck are you going to do next? Like, you didn't come here to be an actor. You just came here to like shoot your shot and like see what happens. But yeah. So that is what the Phoenix does. He currently doesn't do anything. I think he like works some odd jobs, but like that was the main job that we discussed. As for the proper, the proper works in biochemical engineering and he is a manager of a plant in Santa Monica. He has a team of 12 people. He works his fucking ass off and he hates his job. <laughs> I learned that. Um, he. His thing is not he went to college to be a engineer and somehow fell into biochemical engineering and he hates it. It's not his passion. However, he would really like to get into consulting and he has his own consulting agency. However, I want to believe that he started this company with his ex. And the reason why I believe that is because when we were talking as someone who has their own marketing consulting agency myself or like that I do my own marketing consulting freelance, we got into that topic and he was like, oh my God. That's, I have my own company for that. I got into it with a partner in San Francisco and like, you know, when someone's talking about an ex and yet they're not ever using the word ex, you just get that vibe. And I feel like if 
he really alluded to like he really tried so hard to not mention a female partner and I feel like if it was something that was just like completely platonic it would be like oh I was partnered with this woman up in San Francisco and shit hit the fan and we're no longer partners anymore and I'm trying to buy her out or I'm just like I went into business with this woman and things just didn't turn out the way that I want to like you know what if you were platonic you would be able to seamlessly talk about a girl that you've never hooked up with and it this was the hardest conversation he's ever had to like the convert the hardest conversation he had to pull out of on our whole entire date was trying to figure out how to talk about his consulting business and then also him living in San Francisco which he did at one point and so I I feel like he was in a serious relationship with a woman and they started a business together and obviously things went south because he lives here in Santa Monica now but like things didn't go out for him but he's trying to buy her out and he really wants to quit his bio chemical engineering job and he wants to just do consulting and then he also is obsessed with stock trading and day trading that's his passion and so we talked about that a lot because I kind of got into it a little bit during COVID and so we were able to touch on that a little bit so he's pretty run-of-the-mill he's 38 super intelligent and like really a basic ass job but also like I could totally support that. Like, I'm I'm here for that. Okay. Who did you like more? Be- oh, no. Oh, you're back. Okay. <laughs> it said you went away. And so, um, who did I like more? To be honest with you, I liked the proper more. We had such a fucking easy conversation. As I sit and reflect about the Phoenix, I want to fucking throat punch him and I just want to like ignore that I ever went out with that man because I just like, I still can't get over the finger counting down thing. And as much as he called me out of my shit, I also feel like he's super hypersensitive and like needs to grow a fucking pair and like for a man that lived in New York and then also li- now lives in LA, I feel like he's a fucking pussy ass baby bitch. And that's, I'm going to stand by that. So the proper. Um, <laughs> would you consider answering these questions in podcast form? I am already doing so. So yes, I would consider that. Um, I want to know who told you dating would be fun. They lied to you and need to pay you. I fucking 100% agree. Um, Dating sucks. (laughs) And dating in LA sucks even more. And honestly, if you have dating faux pas, and if you have dating stories, good or bad, I want to fucking hear them. And I will definitely put you on the fucking podcast. So let's fucking go. Give me your stories. Also, make me feel better about my own shit. Thank you, Pussy PSA. Okay, another question. Does Proper have any children or ever been married? So, let's get into this a little bit more. From the conversation that we had, 
I can say, and according to Hinge, which some of you know, isn't always accurate and people can lie again, anyone can lie. And unless I have receipts, all of this is fictional until proven guilty, to be honest with you. But from my understanding, neither one has children. And why I say that is because from, if I'm honestly speaking, neither one seems to have any of the time. However, the proper is 38. Obviously, we know that there's some like wiggle room within timing of him to be there. But this man has been trying to become a U.S. citizen for about 10 years now. So like, I feel like if he had children, there would be a point where he would get married and have a green card and would have immediately became a U.S. citizen, whereas he hasn't. And he actually just became a U.S. citizen last year. So I am going to confidently say no. I don't think he has any children. He also doesn't seem like the man that would lie about it. Um, I also don't think he's been married again. He got his green card last year. He became a full U.S. I don't mean green card. He became a full U.S. citizen last year, took the exams. Like we had a full discussion about how people, I was like, you know what? Honestly, people give immigrants a, a bad rep, especially the ones that become U.S. citizens because they know way fucking more about America than actual American citizens. Like he could have fucking quizzed me on anything and he probably would have fucking won. Like, let's be fucking real. They study this shit. And if they want to do it, they will. And that is why I give them props. And this is why I don't believe he's been married or has children. Because if he wanted to, he could have already. (laughs) There was no reason for him to go through all the struggles that he did to become a U.S. citizen. When there were so many ways that he could have just easily opted into that. Okay. What does the proper do for a living? I feel like we already answered that with what does he do for work? Um, let's see what else we got here. Need to know more info about proper man. Do you, have you heard from the Phoenix since the date? Okay. So I'm going to kind of just give you like a little rough draft version because I honestly fun fact have not heard from the proper since the date like we walked away from each other and I have not texted him he has not texted me and I feel like this is actually a good way to like update and segment you on everything that's going on like post dating with them so I have now decided and this is the thing where my I kind of touched on it before like I'm like I'm not an overthinker, but I am an overthinker in some ways where my overthinking comes into play is like, should I text them first? And in my head, I'm like, I'm a firm believer on if they wanted to, they would. Okay. But where this bites me in the ass is where I start to think, okay, well in their head, are they thinking if she wanted to, she would? And then I'm like, okay, well, should I text them? And this then leads me into texting people I should not be texting because I have thought so hard about it, about being 
the bad guy on not texting them and wanting them to text me. And then I'm like, okay, well, should I text them? So that way they know that I want them to text me. Like I go back and forth on this in my mind. And before I used to play into this, I used to be like, Hey, fuck it. You know what? I'm the fuck it girl. I am the fuck it girl to the point of like, you know, fuck it. If I want to text them, I'm going to text them. If I don't want to text them, they won't text me. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Fuck it. Like zero fucks given a hundred percent zero fucks given. However, this leads me to texting people that I should not be fucking texting because I talk myself into literally texting them. So this go around of dating and wave two of dating. I am not fucking texting you unless you text me. So I told the Phoenix over the weekend last weekend that I was not feeling well. We had talked about going on a second date we picked a location and I said text me when you're free this man snapped back at me and said me text you instead of just giving me the fucking dates that he was free and I said yeah like tell me when you're free next week so we can plan this. Like I kind of just blew it over and I was like, okay, hey, whatever. I'm just not even going to fall into the shit that this man is doing. And he texts me and he's like, well, when are you going to feel better? And I was like, you know what? Fair. Fine. I'll text you when I feel better. That was on Sunday. I want the man that texts me and asks me how I'm feeling, even if he doesn't know if we're going to go out on a second date. I've not heard from this man, so you are off the roster. You are gone. What's that fucking video where it's like the movie that's like X'd? Like they do the do-do-do, gone. Oh, pitch perfect. (laughs) You know, like when they're in the fucking, fucking like the rap battles. They're in the music battles and like gone. You're done. You're fucking done. You're off my roster. Get the fuck out of my face. Never want to hear from you again. So I don't plan on texting the Phoenix. He's goner. The proper. I don't know how 38 year olds operate. This man could be letting me just sit. He could just be letting me like boil. He's like, okay, I'm not looking to like fucking go out with you every day of the week. I'm going to let you ponder on our date. It was a good date. I'm going to text you in a week or two and see how you're feeling. Again, I'm not calling him off the table. I'm just saying I'm not texting him. I'm not going to text the proper. It was a good date. I fucking wish he was a little bit taller. However, it is what it is. He's, 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 he thinks he's 6'2", but he's not. But if he texts me and he's like, hey, I'd like to go out again, I'd probably hit him up. The Phoenix at this point, he's gone. I'm, I'm, I'm exiting him. He's ghosting me. I'm ghosting him and I'm completely fucking fine with it. Like, I'm not even going to fucking bat another goddamn eye or cry about it. It is what it is. I'll see what we got here. What's the other question? Okay. And the final question, get out of here, Jordan. And the 
final question is, <laughs> how many times did I cringe? With the proper, absolutely zero. Absolutely fucking zero. I, it was such a good fucking time. This is why I, well, no. Okay. Twice. I cringed twice. I will, okay. If I'm being honest with myself, two and a half. (laughs) Overall, I would say that date was so fucking good. Cringe number one. When he stood up from the bench when I first met him. He was not as tall as I wanted him to be. (laughs) Listen, this can make me a shitty ass person. I don't give a fuck. He was not as big as I pictured him and he made me feel bigger than I was bigger than he was and I don't like that feeling. So that was cringe number one. Cringe number two was us walking to my car and him not knowing whether or not to make a move. So as we're walking, it's like a good like three minutes to my car. Him just not knowing what to do. That was cringy to me. And then getting up to the point of us like getting to the kiss, like the whole ending like as we're as we are approaching my car is cringe. Then, you know, I like get into conversation with him and I'm like, okay, maybe he's just nervous. We chat a little bit. The point five to make it two and a half is literally the me hugging him goodbye and then the slow pull away and him just like not knowing what to do. That's the point five. So two and a half is the cringe for the feet or for the proper for the Phoenix. (laughs) This man. Okay. I cringed when he put his fucking hand up. Every fucking argument this man started with me. I cringed. Um, I slightly cringed when I couldn't find him in the bar when I first walked in and he was hunched over and it made me a little like, what the fuck? That made me cringe. Um, A love hate with the piggyback ride. (laughs) Like I loved it and I love like if I was in a better mental state, it would make me feel so giddy. I'd be like, oh, little schoolgirl. However, in the mental state that I am right now, it makes, I'm very uncomfortable with my current self and that made me cringe just because I felt like I just wasn't, I feel heavier than I should be and like, I just, like that in general made me cringe. Um, Him telling me he was an actor made me cringe even though it like worked out in his favor. Uh, the fact that he said he was only here for 13. I, I, like there's so many things about the Phoenix that made me cringe when you really break it down. That like just sh- fucking lets you know that that's just like not a date I need to go on a second of. But there's so many things about the Phoenix that just like ooh, big cringe that like I just like. Him in general, lovely person. Like, 
take him out of like the dating aspect and like could we be friends in general maybe would I like to just look at his face yes because he's attractive would I want to deal with all the other fucking shit that deals with him no go fuck yourself you're not worth my fucking time literally not worth my fucking time but this is fucking dating in LA like I just don't I just like the taste of my mouth is sour the taste in my mouth is sour and so I did go ahead and (laughs) um so I unmasked both of them on hinge That might have been a little brutal. However, I wanted Hinge to know I wasn't interested in their type. And you know what? I've decided I'm no longer going to feel bad about other people's perspective of what's happening here. Because if I think about all the other times in in my dating history where people have unmatched me for like things that I didn't even realize or knife, like taking it to heart. I am now going to do the same and just be like, you know, fuck it. No one gives a shit that hardly. Like, no one cares that much. And if they do, you know what? If they did, we would be together. We would be having conversations. But if we don't, then it's not worth my fucking time. So that is my update. I feel like that is literally all I need to tell you about the two of them. Just know that I'm not talking to either one of them and dating is just, I haven't set up anything new. I honestly haven't even gone through my hinge. Last week was super busy and so maybe we might try it again next week. I haven't even like restarted liking new people. Last week week was just like a shit show. So we're going to start again this week. Um... Yeah, so that was Speak Before You Think. I've given you the updates on the guys, on the proper and the phoenix. And and again, I will let you know if they ever pop back up. But as of right now, let's just forget about them. (laughs) All right, love you guys. Signing off.